The feminine frequency is flowing in constantly. Welcome everyone to The Frequency with your host Venus. I'm so excited to be here today. It is a rainy day in California. It's like windy and rainy outside. I didn't even know I had to like take a double look behind me, but there's a storm. Um, I have my raspberries here and I have a beautiful guest. She has been on the show before and just an honor to have her back again. My beautiful, dear sister, empowerment leader and teacher, Casey. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me back, Venus. I appreciate you so, 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 so much. Thank you for this space, for this container and you know, it, it really is such an honor to be able to collaborate, share, share womb space. Like, this just feels like a great big womb to be in mm. together. And we're just sharing, like, our juiciness and all of the listeners are, like, there in circle with us. And they're like, mm, yep, I'm getting a little bit of this in here, you know, like, mm, here. Little pussyfied. Awareness. <laughs> you know, <laughs> light love the womb you know like yeah the frequency womb oh yeah yes girl. oh yeah oh my arms are doing all the things all the snaps oh my goodness wow well i think that is just a great way to start off this this episode because we're going deep. So, you know, warning to everyone who's listening, we're going to be sharing some really deep personal shares. Um, and the topic is going to be around sexual assault and abuse. Um, and we've both experienced that in our own journeys. And we have had so much healing around that and yeah it's been a very very interesting place to even experience that in the world today and um I'm gonna just start off and open this space in the container for that and for anyone who's listening if um if you have you know experienced this or maybe you thought this might have happened to you just know that this space you're held so tenderly with your emotions as well and um you're here with us you know you're our sisters you're our brothers and you're here in this space and um sexual assault is a thing um predators are a thing especially for really beautiful pure divine young innocent women um and my journey with that, I share, I share a lot about that in, I believe, my first um, episode here on the podcast. And I also have a lot of it online that you can find. <laughs> so for me, I'm going to start off with my share. Um, with sexual assault was the, the peak point of just my journey of when I experienced my rupture with sexual assault, where it was like, okay, you have to look at this now because this has happened over and over again. And now you have to look at it. Um, it was in 2019 and I was sexually assaulted during a quote unquote healing massage that um, this person decided to uh, finger me and, you know, place their hands on my body and kiss the back of my neck as I'm face down. And it was a really weird experience because I literally remember my soul leaving my body. And I, it, it took me such a long time to call her back in because I knew that I had to move and I had to do something. Um, so, so much of you know, what is going to be shared today on this podcast 
is going to be around these sensitive topics. And I just kind of want to preface that and really like start in super deep because I'm like, let's go. I don't, I'm not here to waste time. Let's just get in there. So if this is just uncomfortable for you, maybe this is not the episode for you. Or if it's really intriguing or it's really hitting home for you, keep listening. So I just want to preface that and respect everyone and where they're at emotionally. So my journey through the healing of sexual assault led me to uh, understand my mother more and where she was at in her healing journey and understand what happens to a woman when she shuts herself off from healing or when she's not receiving the healing she needs. And I saw this happen in my family growing up and I didn't understand why my mom was labeled with these weird terms that I don't understand even to this day because I see my mom as a beautiful, gifted artist and she is such a beautiful creator and I believe I get all of my gifts from her and my intuition and uh, my healing abilities. Like, that's my mother. She's sacred to me. And she was labeled with schizophrenia and depression and bipolar and... I mean, there's so many things on the list. I, I didn't understand it, you know, and I didn't understand why she was going through this. Like no one talked about what happened to my mother when she was really, really young and what happened when she was 15, 16 years old and she was abducted and gang raped and imprisoned for three to four days and no justice came from that. And the heartbreak I feel when I tap into that is really deep. Um, and when I learned about this, and it wasn't through my family, this I learned about this from God. Like I received this information, and that was my indicator of you have to share your voice and your story because you're going to free your mom and you're going to free other women and your bloodline, and you have to do this work. Like you, this is why you reincarnated. One of your missions is to emancipate this enslavement of women and this entrapment. Um, so hearing my mother's story really allowed me to understand her because I was so harsh and cold and mean with her growing up when I was younger because I didn't understand. No one told me, you know, and I had to go through a lot of self-forgiveness of I didn't know any better and I love my mother and my mother is a part of me. She birthed me and it really helped me understand mental illness and that we are actually the cause of it because we're not holding space for our women to heal. And um, there are countless stories that I have encountered because my work started in womb healing for women. And I've encountered so many stories of rape, sexual abuse, assault, um, like everything that you could imagine. And the common denominator was no one was sharing their story. And I felt almost like really, really special in a way where I was able to heal, heal, hear, hear and heal all of these dark stories, right, of, of women's past that they literally haven't shared with anyone. And women were coming to me and sharing this, their stories. And I was just kind of in shock of like, wow, this happens to a lot of women. And holy shit, why are we not talking about this? Why are we hiding and running away from this and shaming other women? I mean, the biggest healing for me when I went through my sexual assault was healing the the energy and the wording that was coming at me from other women. Like, well, what were you wearing? Well, you asked for it. You should have known better. Why didn't you move? Why didn't you tell him to stop? So many things were coming at me where I was like, I don't know. I froze. And why are you shaming me and making it feel like it's my fault? You know, and um, this has to stop. Okay. Like there's no other way. Like this just has to stop. And it stops with understanding 
and looking at your own stuff. Maybe you went through something and you're now putting it on someone else and, or just healing and hearing these words keep melting in my mouth. Um, the feminine, right? Because she is still really hunted and attacked and, um, sexual assault and rape is such a power move on a woman, especially. And, um, I want to open the floor up now to Casey and, you know, to hear whatever she wants to share. And I want to create such a safe space for um, just for her story, whatever she wants us to witness her in, to hold her in reverence, to allow her to feel safe and held and empowered with her story. We want to make it clear that we are sharing our story to empower you. Yes, to trigger something inside of you to heal deeper, to let you know that yes, there's light and there's a lot of fucking dark too that needs to be looked at on this planet, especially women to women. And we can only do this when we come together and we listen to each other. And it doesn't come from judgment. It doesn't come from shame or blame or ridicule. It comes from witnessing your dear sister and taking her in inside of you like she is your own like your own flesh and blood, like your daughter and not in something that is outside of you and that is gross or ew or, or anything like that or dirty. No, we are all so sacred and we have to remember that we as priestesses are coming back to awaken and heal one another. And this happens in community. This happens when we work with each other, when we're connecting and we're sharing our stories. So I invite you all to take your time right now and just witness Casey and take her in and just hold her in so much love in your heart because I love this woman so much. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Just thank you for sharing that power. Thank you for sharing just like these like beautiful like teardrops of your story that like is like becoming a reservoir for like women to just sit in and like just feel comfortable to be here you know mm -hmm. um so I actually um I actually feel like talking about the freezing thing first um since you mentioned it um for everybody who does not know this just for an educational point of view there are four types of fear responses. Um, it is fight, flight, freeze, and fawn. Um, and when you are being attacked, those are the four areas that our nervous system just kind of flies into. And that is just an automatic response to the fear that is being kind of shown to us, given to us, we're experiencing. And the thing about women or men or non-binary people freezing when they are being attacked is because their nervous system has no idea how to respond. That's, that's the way that it, it shot you freezing. It's terrifying. It's scary. All of your like neurons are firing towards freezing. So there's no, there's no response inside of you initially. That's like, Oh, I'm freezing. I should just get up. Like there's no, there are no um, cognitive thoughts being had during a, a situation like that because you're, you're knowingly being violated and this is something that you have not experienced before regardless, and I say this so lightly and gingerly, regardless of if this is your first or second or however many time, like you're going to freeze because you're being violated and your sovereignty is being shredded apart. And like, there's so much happening when someone does that to you that you're not going to be like, Oh, this is wrong. I have to leave. You know, like those thoughts don't even come in. Um, and I actually experienced that with um, someone who is like my best friend, like um, in high school, um, you know, it was the second time that happened to me the first time it happened when I was a child and I will actually go into that. But, um, you know, 
I rem remember it vividly. We were off on Christopher Columbus Day, which obviously, you know, needed to be changed to a much positive energy day regardless, like, geez, but obviously that's a different topic for a different day. But that's what I remember. It was Christopher Columbus Day. Um, we were off. It occurred. Um, and I'll go into detail, but I just will, I want to kind of stay on sister to sister right now and how we support each other. Um, you know, I went to school the next day and I, I told my friend and she was the same sister that, you know, we were friends for four years and we finally opened up our friendship and we were reading Fifty Shades of Grey together and like we were really like creating the sisterhood and I told her about it and she looked me dead in the eye like I was the most like dumb human she's ever seen in her life like just looked at me like I was trash like just looked at me like like you like how could you do that like really you couldn't you know um you know, she kind of looked at me like, um, you know, how dare, how, how dare you even be like, like stupid to even tell me that you like that happened to you, like you laid there, like, you know, that's you. And that hurt me for years. Like that stuck with me. Like I was 17 when I told her, like I'm 26 mm -hmm. and like that energy still kind of resonates. Like I've moved through so much of it, but like that energy of like, you know, this flabbergasting like how could you even say that you're a victim to this like it still rings in me because it hurts it's so hurtful when we look at a person that's been through a traumatic um, experience that they did not ask for in any way shape or form and be like wow you are so dumb like what like that is not that's that's not giving each other respect that's not respecting this trauma that's kind of been bestowed on a person like that's just that's tearing them up the same way that the person did like obviously in its own way like you're you're just disregarding them the way that they were just disregarded which makes it so much harder you know because like mm -hmm. you're dealing with these emotions this happened did it really happen I don't know if it really happened am I overreacting all this is going on and then you try mm -hmm. to tell somebody and then they're like, you should have gotten up, which then makes it even harder to be like, is it me? Did I do something wrong? Was I wearing something wrong? Did I not say the right things? And was it supposed to be me that was supposed to like have all of the answers just like programmed in my arm, you know, like mm. when this is supposed to happen, press two, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there was no kind of like warning of it. It just happens. And like, you know, it's, obviously if you've never been through it like trust me like you know obviously you have your beliefs you have the things that have been told to you okay you know but like just think of the times think of the times where you really needed somebody you really needed somebody to understand you really need somebody to just like not judge you like that's what people who have been assaulted need so bad they just need openness they need love they need you know, no judgment, like, just like, I'm here for you. Like, all these mm -hmm. questions that you have, I am here for you. Mm -hmm. And I care about you. You know, like, I am not going to dismantle you like you just were, you know, so <clears throat> I just really had to talk about that first. Like, I just really had to like, say, like, you know, when you when you brought that up, Venus, like, you know, we really do need to do such a better job as a as a society as a whole to understand that, you know, how we treat each other is huge, how we, mm -hmm. you know, because that, that's how we get through things. That's how the trauma, like, is able to, like, move through a little bit easier, you know, like, just you create community, you create love, like, and we need that so badly right now, like, mm. in all topics, you know, so I just had to say that first. Um, and, you know, as I shared, like, I, this has happened to me twice and you know in my heart they're two totally different experiences because it's like you know people try to put like put a blanket on sexual assault it's like it's kind of like one way like it's like one way that sexual assault happens and we don't acknowledge that there's so many parts to 
that singular event. And then if you've had other events, like they have their own parts and their own experiences that we have to look at rather than just throwing it like under a blanket and be like, yeah, I was sexually assaulted. You know, mm-hmm. like we have to honor ourselves, honor what happened and, and go into those crevices as, as hard as they are because there's a little person in there or a teenager or a young woman or man or, you know, um, that's that needs you, that's waiting for you. And obviously mm-hmm. time is a big factor. Time is what allows for you to be able to like kind of sink into those pieces of yourself. But, um, you know, I just had to say that too. Like, you know, it's, it's not this blanketed thing. It is Mm. so much more than that. And each experience holds its own knowledge, you know, Mm -hmm. like I was, uh, I think I was eight, honestly, I think I was eight years old between, I think seven and eight years old. And, um, you know, Unfortunately, my family was babysitting um, these two teenagers and, you know, one of them decided to experiment on me and, um, you know, put me under blankets in plain sight in front of like, you know, my family not thinking something like that was going on, like thinking like we're just playing a game and we're under a fort and like whatever. So, you know, that for me, like I ignored for so long because, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, I felt like that was more sexual assault for like a while, like where I was like, okay, I was a teenager, I was by another teenager, I didn't say yes, like that's what that was, and then this was just, I guess, somewhere in between molestation and like sexual assault, like I don't know what it is, you know, like Mm. I would just, I kind of casted that part out of me, Um, but what I realized is like, I'm going to use, I'm going to use the word phallus. I'm not going to use penis. I'm not going to use, I'm going to use phallus um, because that's a word that gives me strength when I talk about it because it Mm -hmm. makes me think of Osiris um, because that's what his was described as. So I'm just going to use phallus. But basically what I realized is whatever age this occurs, right? It's a really, it's really important for you to look at the age because there's so much in that age that was disrupted, you know, like, um, when I was a child, I didn't have any kind of real relationship to my sexual anything, my sexual essence, my sexual nature, what even was sex, like none of that existed in my sphere. So this temple that, you know, deserves And I say deserves because, you know, sometimes people might say may have deserved, but deserves to kind of be entered into and like nourished and like flowers put inside of it. And like, you know, this beautiful, you know, just space and I'm describing your Mm. womb and your vagina and your, you know, and if you're a man, you're a phallus, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. um, there's this sexual piece of you that deserves to be discovered. And, like, I'm realizing that when I was a child, like, that was, the temple was, like, torn apart, you know, Mm -hmm. like, there were claw marks in the, in the temple, and, like, Mm -hmm. it was dark in there, and nobody went in there, because Mm -hmm. it was, like, you know, I don't even know what that is, you know, I don't even know what that part of me is, so I just kind of pushed it inside of me, and then, um, when I was a teenager, I was, starting to feel into my sexual energy again and Mm -hmm. feeling into hormones and actually like letting that occur and be like okay well what happened to me as a kid obviously isn't you know disrupting like I'm good you know and then um you know I liked this this boy in my high school you know I chased him for years because I just I thought he was the bee's knees and he's not and um (laughs) you know I was really really toxic because I just I wanted this particular boy's attention and and what's crazy is he warned me that he stopped talking to me because he didn't want to ruin me like that's I have like a message on my on my message um and I had no idea what that meant and obviously as a teenager I had no idea what that means what do you mean like that you don't want to like ruin me um And then he just like got fixated on me. He was in a relationship. I was not a good person during that period of time. And I say that because like, I know better and I, you know, 
you know, we shouldn't do that to people. Like if someone's in a relationship, they're in a relationship, regardless of how they're acting, respect the other person. Um, but, you know, I was very desperate. I had the very low self-esteem during that period of time. And I felt like, you know, with him giving me that attention that I had some kind of worth. And, mm. um, you know, I, um, you know, went over to his house and like, you know, first was like him just teaching me how to like do a hand job or something like that. Like, just like, you know, testing the waters to like mm-hmm. see where am I going to go with you type of deal. And I didn't get it. I didn't get any of it. I just thought like, I was just very like uh childlike, ignorant, like to the situation, you know? So, um, then the second time Columbus day, um, I told my dad I was going for a walk. I was, uh, walking to his house because he was in walking distance to me and literally I felt something like I felt hands like push me back like don't go there mm. like I literally got a warning like do not go there mm. and I wasn't connected I wasn't in tune I had no idea what that meant I was like what was that like you know I didn't know any of it and mm. um so I just kept walking and the bad feeling just kept getting worse and you know I was fighting with myself and Eventually I get there and it was just like doomsday, like literally doomsday. It was like, I had to call him before I got to his house because, you know, his neighbors would tell on him, you know, and then I entered his house and it was pitch black, you know, and then like I get into his room and his room has just like this, the TV on it's pitch black. And uh, yeah, like it was, it was really strange because it was like literally seconds and like, I want to have sex with you and like I didn't say a word because I was like I've told I told him over and over again that I didn't want to do it and you mm-hmm. know I wanted to be with somebody that actually cared about me and like I just mm-hmm. gave him those get ground rules and stuff and like he just like ripped my pants off and just went at it like I like I was not a virgin and it was painful Ugh. and it was like just probably one of the hardest experiences I've ever had because like I was crying, like he was doing it so hard that I was crying and in tears. And like, Mm -hmm. you know, I just, I couldn't believe I was feeling that much pain. And because, and it was so strange, and I say strange in like retrospect to like my teenage self, like I had like my voice kind of bubbling up and my voice wanted to say something else. But all I could say was I was, I'm sorry for crying. Like, that's the only thing that could Mm. come out. And his response was, don't worry, I like that. Like, his response was, like, even worse. So, like, you know, I share this, and I share this heaviness, and I know it's so heavy, and I thank you all for listening. Thank you, Mm. Guinness. Thank you, everyone, for listening, because, you know what? This is just an example of the depths that we carry. This is what we carry. We experience these things in our lives. We yeah. have our messages. It's okay that you don't hear them. You know what I mean? Like you did not know. You would mm. not have known. You would not have expected for that to occur. Like it's mm. okay. Like I feel like so many of us are hard on ourselves. Like like I was saying before, it was like wearing the wrong thing. Did I do the wrong thing? You know? Um, and these things occur for like just just way crazier reasons than like you could even begin to imagine because what I've realized is you know what like my temple my body was Mm. broken down you know Mm -hmm. and you know what I understand other humans that have had their bodies broken down I feel that pain with them I know the depths of what that is and like the beautiful part about it is you rise with them mm. and that's just like you know part of that but like the whole thing is like you know now now you really get to start from the ground up mm-hmm. now you really get to start from the ground up and be like okay this happened you got what you thought you got because mm-hmm. his thing was virginity like so you got what you thought you wanted mm-hmm. but I'm actually gonna like rebuild from these ashes and you're never going to touch any aspect of that ever again. Nobody will, nobody Mm. will, Mm. you know, like that has become like my intention because Mm. it's like, you know, 
there, as you were saying earlier, yes, there are predators out there, and they will look for the thing that they think that you have. You know what you have. You know the temple that you live in, and you are the guardian of that temple, and, like, you know, you are the rebuilder of that temple, and, like, there's just such a different energy around something that you've built from fire, from Mm -hmm. fire, from, like, this gritty, intense energy from all the pain and from the hurt. Like, Mm. like there's so much there that, you know, I don't think I would have experienced before. And like, obviously I'm not saying like, you know, this is not a perspective of this is the best thing that's ever happened, but it's just like a perspective of like, yes, it happened. So now what are we going to do with these ashes? What are we going to do with this fire? What are we going to do with the pain and and the person inside of you that's like screaming because she doesn't know what she or they do not know what to do, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, So it's like, okay, like I'm rebuilding this temple. I'm making it the way that I want to make it. I am reclaiming it. I'm not going on fucking Google because you know what? I spent nights on Google looking for someone to just tell me how to get it out. I was Mm. looking for someone to give me tips on how to be like a more sexual being. Mm. And like, it just made me feel more separated, you know? So when these things happen, you're going to want to, you're going to want to run. You're going to want to not associate with that. You're going to want to not talk about it. You're going to want to try and move past it and find a medical article that just like makes it better and like Mm -hmm. you just do something a magic trick to make it better you know like this is a real test of like what is your devotion to yourself Mm. what is your devotion to your sexuality what is your devotion to even to even knowing what that's supposed to even feel like Mm -hmm. you know and like it's okay that it's that it takes you time to even want to desire that again you know, Mm -hmm. because, like, it's been such a roller coaster for me, like, sometimes it's, like, I don't want anything to do with it, I don't even care about it, like, this, like, sad energy, but then there's also this energy of, like, you were given this energy, this energy was given to you, regardless of these people that try to take it from you, this energy was given to you, it lives in you, you need to get to know this energy. You deserve to get to know this energy. You deserve to know what it feels like to have more life in you from your sexual energy. Mm. You deserve that. You do not, you know, you know, just because these people gave this to you does not, does not mean that you have to hold on to this forever because that's not fair to you. You are so beautiful. You have such a beautiful temple. Mm. You have such a beautiful body. You have such beautiful energy. Like, you do not deserve to spend your days suffering and not knowing what your your sexual frequency feels like. Mm. Oh, I'm like, yes, such a movie. I saw everything. I mean, I'm I was there with you in the in the stories. I felt my throat chakra clear. I think you saw that. I was like, like Mm -hmm. midi choking. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, there's a lot there that was coming out. And I want to talk about the disassociation that many women can experience from any sexual trauma, because I have gone through that. I mean, um, my the most recent sexual assault that I took very publicly in 2019, and you can find that under my birth name, Celia Ramona Gellert, you just Google that and you'll find, you know, sexual assault case. It's all over CNN, NBC, whatever newscast station. Um, Cause I was so about women's empowerment. I'm like, I'm going to speak for me and all women, but to get to that place, I actually pushed down for a few days that, that I, that even happened to me. I remember, you know, this person coming into my house. I knew this person for two years. They were my homie. They were my friend. They were a, a male figure. Um, they were my age. Uh, we're super cool. And I was very sick at the time. I had like a lot of mucus and I just like wasn't feeling well for like a month. 
Um, and they were like, hey, let me come over and I'm going to offer you a healing session with like cacao and sound bowls and to make you feel better. I'm like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I want that. Thank you. And um, I knew immediately when this person entered my room and they started talking about how I need to get fucked to heal that something was wrong. And I didn't know how to say anything. Um, I just knew that that was, that was weird. And I was really confused. So after this two and a half hour excruciation of my being um, that I endured for that amount of time, because uh, they were trying to make me orgasm and I just was out of my body. And then they finally gave up because they were tired after two and a half hours of trying to make me orgasm. Um, I still wasn't in my body and I thanked them. I thanked them and then even offered them a beverage. I hugged them. I said, I love them and thank you. And as soon as the door shut, I fell to my knees and I just started crying. I knew something just happened to me and I was so ashamed. I immediately felt myself split in two. Um, and I, I just held myself and I cried. I cried, I cried, I cried. And um, I remember like just taking a shower for like five hours. <clears throat> and for a few days, I was like, this goes on in your head. Oh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you weren't like, nothing happened, really. Like, you're fine. You would have said something. So you didn't. Like, just trust yourself. Like, so many things are going on in my mind. And I remember at the time, one of my friends, she invited me over. She could tell I was like a little shooken up. And I just told her I wasn't feeling well. And we watched this documentary on a woman who has survived sexual, like very graphic assault since she was a child and she's a survivor. And listening to her story, I just start bawling again. And I'm like, this happened to me. And I tell my friend and she's like, wow, my goodness. Um, oh, okay. Like, wow. I, I don't know what to say. And um, after that point, I, I really, it took me a, like not so long to turn around where I was like, I'm now going to accept this and I'm not going to disassociate from this which was all around my throat chakra, which was speaking up when it's uncomfortable. Um, and a part of my healing process was I was a part of a Facebook group in LA. I think it's like Spiritual Sisters of Los Angeles. And I posted on there very, very gracefully, like, do not go get healings from this person. This was my experience. Take what you will. And I received so many comments of like, oh my gosh, I had a very similar experience from men, from women. And I'm like, wow, I'm kind of shocked. Um, so then I went on this person's website and I reached out to a few of these clients that had left raving reviews. Turns out they also had a very similar experience, but they also went back for more um, and when I decided to take my story very publicly because I reached out and I said, I have a story and I want to share my voice and I have other people who've had this experience. I mean, I felt like I had an army with me. I was like, yes, we're going to take this motherfucker down. <laughs> like, excuse me. Let me recorrect motherfucker. Cause that's kind of like, man, we're going to take this fucker down. Okay. We're going to take him down. And as soon as that was set in stone, that everyone's story was going to be shared, everyone, and I mean everyone, left me. They unfriended me. They blocked me. They said, you got this, sis. You don't need us. It didn't really, it wasn't that bad for me. Everyone left me. And I think that was actually more traumatic for me because I felt this fake support system of quote unquote sisterhood, right? 
And then it just kind of was gone. <laughs> and I was alone. And um, that was kind of my journey and my my strength and where my wisdom really started to drop from this wellspring of my womb, right? I was discovering my own power, my own energy and like what I could accomplish myself with my voice, with my truth. And wow, it really helped me see into how much healing women need around this subject. Um, and so that disassociation can be so painful and it can ver be very traumatic as well because um, <laughs> the like fiery part of me was looking at these women like, how can you just not share your story? How, how are you just saying that this is okay now when a day ago you said this was not okay? And I really wanted to fight for them too. Like every part of me wanted justice for them. They wanted so much justice, but my story was just justice for myself and justice for my mother. And that was like the fire that was really lighting within me. Um, I was like, I'm going to share my, my story. And I know that this on some energetic level is going to emancipate my generation of women. And this no longer will happen in my bloodline. I claim this now. This will no longer be, be happening. <laughs> Just like super clear. Um, and, you know, from, from that experience, it's really allowed me to see where women are at in their journey when I work with them. If they're very in their wounded feminine, if they need more tender love and just divine mother straight up energy, or, or if they need the masculine, um, to hold her and support her and, and allow her to feel safe, to open up, to accept what has happened because it's such a big part of the journey. And so, you know, it's so important to just understand that when, or if you experience any kind of sexual assault, any attack on your feminine, your sexuality, it's, I don't want to say it's not your fault, but it's, it's, a, it's like an initiation. It's some like form of initiation because on some level, you're choosing to claim this and heal this right now for your generations. And I say this because right now on the planet, um, anyone who, who is, you know, around our generation, Casey and I, we are here as the black sheep, as the unicorns, if you will. We are stopping all of this trauma that has been just passed on for, for lifetimes. And we have decided because our souls have reincarnated to put an end to this. And so, yes, it's really fucking awful and, and painful, but also that warrior aspect where it's like, wow, I just stopped that shit from ever happening again in this life, in any lifetime across all lifetimes, planes, dimensions, realities. That is such justice, like divine justice. And that feels really good. And um, I just see like Arch like Archangel Michael and his like sword just like like cutting all of that bullshit, right? Any of the angels that you see. So it's really important to share your story with anyone who can hold that space for you. And, and I wanted to comment on what uh, Casey had shared earlier in her deep share was knowing when to share your trauma, your past with someone like discerning if this person is trustworthy with your information um, because you don't want your story to come back at you in a heated argument. Um, I share this from experience. I've, you know, opened up myself to so many people, many um, relationships and especially my last one where this was thrown at my face. My abuse was thrown at my face and questioned. That is the most painful thing that can come at you when you're sharing. So I say this, you know, 
from experience and with a light heart, share your story with those that you deeply trust, that you know that can hold your sacredness and they would never compromise your vulnerability in sharing your your experiences. So I think that's really important to remember just because I experienced like such backlash from that and I was confused. But I, I was like, no, I did not discern who was ready and who was worthy to receive my message and my story because it's a powerful message um, of your journey. So, wow. <laughs> I do want to share, I do want to say one thing, like, and I'm just, I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for the polarity of, um, like how you stood up and shared your story publicly and like for myself like the polar side is I did not share like I did not go to the police I did not like prosecute any like you know I didn't do any of that and like I feel like saying this out loud because like I need to bring up sisterhood in the sense of like Venus did that for Venus and like if you do not feel like and not Venus, Venus did that for, for Venus and Venus's lineage and like she felt called to do it and I just feel like saying to the people who have this like comparison or like you know I should have said something or people pressuring you to say things like if you like physically can't if you just if it's just so much for you to like say anything like it doesn't make like one bigger than the other one greater than the other like mm -hmm. for me what I did like like I love that there are women out there like Venus that share the story because it helps women like myself that I just didn't have the strength to so I instead like prayed to God like I just like prayed to God and was like listen like I trust you like I am not like I cannot serve, deliver, do anything about karma, like, I trust you, and, like, I know you will be the one to kind of give the judgment, like, I, I pictured, like, you know, the, the scale, like, in the underworld with, like, Anubis and Osiris, <laughs> and, like, you know what I mean, just, like, yeah. just kind of giving myself that comfort of, like, mm. I don't have to be the person that, that serves the karma, because, like, there's also this pressure of, like, um, you know, you have to say something. And if you don't say something, then like, you know, they're going to get away with it or something. And it's like, mm. for me, it's like, listen, like, pe people may have their run, they may, they may do the destructive things that they do. But I also have this like firm belief that like, when enough is enough, enough is enough, and you're going to get the karma that you're going to get, you know, mm. so like, mm -hmm. you know, I just, I had to speak that out, you know, because like, I am so inspired and like I am so like as your sister as your friend like it's so powerful that you shared your story it's so powerful to me to know that you went public and like you put your name out there and you like you let people leave like you stood in that silence and you did it and like that is so fucking powerful you know mm. like I had to talk on that and I had to just talk on like it it's also simultaneously because like I love her I love me we did it the way that we needed to do it and like yeah. I just don't want people out there to feel that pressure like mm. if you gotta speak up speak up if you don't God got you you know mm -hmm. like, yes thank you for that yes thank you it's equally powerful yes 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 thank you so much for that um I love that you brought that up because you know for me I, I didn't want to, but I felt my mother inside of my womb and that, and I, I received her story from God and I was like, we have to do this. And it was like, it was just like, I got, I got to share this, you know, I got to get justice. And I even went to the police and I did all of that. And I was shaking. I was crying. I, I had like grown policemen crying in front of me because they have daughters and they didn't understand how this could have happened in such a safe neighborhood in Santa Monica. And it was so, it was just so interesting to see wherever I went and whoever I shared my story with their reaction. And, um, 
I was just kind of blown away by just everything that was unfolding. And I knew, just like you said, Casey, that was my journey and like the way I had to do it. And anyone who's listening, like however you want to approach this is perfect and it's divine. And you have to listen to yourself. Like that's what we're both really saying. Like the underlying message is you listen to yourself and your internal guidance will guide you exactly where you need to go. And no one can tell you how to do it. Um, We're not here to tell you how to do it. We're here just to share. So, you know, people who are going through this, who have experienced this, can feel connected in some type of way and not feel alone. Um, Because I felt alone for a really long time after that. So this feels so good to just like go back and forth with you and, and share and to hear your story, which is so powerful. Um, I mean, is I mean, I saw it like a movie in my head. So I was, I was there with you. I was feeling the emotions and just birds eyeing in that room with you. So it was very powerful and the, the courage it takes to share this now I'm just I feel honored to receive this story and just to experience this with you because I I didn't know. And that reminds me of just the world today and how crazy it can be. And um, something that's really important to me is to have more relationships that feel safe, that feel like home. and that keep your peace in balance because the world is so wild and that's not going to change. Um, but what we can shift is how kind we are towards each other. Um, and that word kindness just keeps coming out of like, just be kind. Cause you never really know someone's battle. You never know what someone's been through. And, um, I say that because I've, I've been on both sides of the spectrum where I I assumed something of someone else and I assumed their story and I assumed I knew everything. And then, you know, we, we have to remember that everyone has had such a journey and doesn't matter what mask they're wearing, what face they're putting on that day. Um, we have to remember to be kind and that kindness comes from that love towards ourselves. And Casey mentioned that too, of how devoted are you to yourself and and really loving yourself and through this process for myself of healing my sexual trauma I really learned how to devote to myself because no one else was showing up there was no one else literally no one and I was kind of waiting I was waiting (laughs) and I just was like I have to do this myself I got to pick myself off the floor and um, I got to make myself food and take myself on a walk because I'm going to die. <laughs> and we can't have that because we're here to do some epic things. So let's go, honey. Um, so it really is such a, a testament to how far you've come. And I just want to like hold everyone right now, like Casey, you're in my heart. Everyone who has experienced this, everyone who's listening, like you've come such a long way through all of your your pain, your suffering. And there's such beauty in all of you and you've come so far and just to acknowledge that within you like you're doing fucking amazing you are doing fucking amazing (laughs) 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 all yummy my heart feels all yummy just holding yeah. everybody too, feeling that love, just, just, just feeling that like loving this womb container, just like this like frequency womb that we called it earlier. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for hearing my story, for listening, for you know all of you who are listening. Thank you for your courage. You know it takes a lot of courage to listen to something like this, and you know I just know that we both appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. And just thank you, Venus, for allowing for us to talk about this, for opening this space. And just, I love our sisterhood. That's all. Mwah. 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 M
mm, kisses, mm, you know, raspberry kisses. <laughs> I know. It's just thank you. It's been. It's just. It feels so good to talk about that, doesn't it? Um, from a different space because every time you do share something really powerful from your past, we can just kind of umbrella that category. Um, you heal. Like it's mm -hmm. so healing because as you share, I'm listening, I'm taking it in, right? And you're allowing more consciousness to open in my brain, in my field. And then when I share my story, I'm understanding myself more deeply because of what you just shared, right? And then vice versa. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, that's that's like that's the sauce like yeah, man. it's the sauce <laughs> this is a good sauce this is a good right sauce away. the pizza and the pasta <laughs> that's that like that juiciness and for me personally I I connect and I really like if I hear stories like this of someone and if I hear someone with their sexual um, abuse story or if I hear that they're going through some betrayal, I connect with them more because I'm like, oh, they get it. They can get aspects of me. Um, and so I really like to – that's why I really like to know the depth of someone. I love to listen to – any kind of topic, but like if we can go super deep and we went so deep today, so I feel so satisfied, like mm -hmm. in all corners of my energy, because um, we went to those deep, dark places that are kind of taboo and um, might seem even kind of scary, but they're not. There's just a, a dark place that not a lot of people want to go to. Um, and I just want to acknowledge you Casey for your strength and your resilience because I see you and it's just seriously an honor to witness you and to take you in and to know that you're so young and you've gone through so much and you have so much wisdom in you I mean I kind of forget how old you are sometimes because it's not really in my field you know I'm 34 and I'm like wow wow she is so wise and so these moments in our lives that hold a lot of our quote-unquote mistakes maybe or how you ever you want to label them mm -hmm. they're actually where we're becoming more and more wise because mm -hmm. we're understanding the darkness the shadow and that is such wisdom. So thank you. Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Oh, my mm. goodness. Thank you. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm basking. I'm, I'm in the sunlight, girl. I'm just like, mm, like just taking in all of that. Thank you so much. Thank you for just everything. Thank you for your words. Thank you for your heart. I love you so much. And I, I really appreciate you. I appreciate I know we grew, like, just sharing things like this, we grow closer, you know, like, trust your sisters, like, trust your, your heart and, like, what you want to <laughs> share, because, you know, they will hold you, they will hold you, they will love you through it, and they, like, will see all of these different aspects of you that is mutual, like, mm -hmm. everything you said, so mutual, so mutual, you are so wise also, like, so mm -hmm. majestic, so strong, like, like, you are you are what you embody, literally, mm. you are what you aspire to embody, embody, like, I really, really appreciate you, and I appreciate our relationship, and just the, just the space we hold for each other, just all of it, all of it, thank you. Thank you so much, and it's three, three, three here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh, like, <laughs> Honestly, we didn't even plan this, but it's no. just, this was meant to be. It was so yeah. meant to be. Thank you for your beautiful reflections. I'm taking that into my heart, into my pussy. I'm embodying all of that. Thank you. And when I hear your story, I see you stronger. I see you. It's like so empowering. I'm like, Wow. You know, I'm just, I'm taken aback by it. I'm just like, wow, she's so strong. 
Um, and I just have way more just like I see you just freaking with your giant wings, just like this goddess. I'm like, she my friend? We friends? Oh, shit. That's my friend. <laughs> what do I do about this? Where's the sauce at? Let's go back to the sauce. I don't even know what kind of voices I'm doing, but like, I'm just going with it. Mm-hmm. Come with me, girl. Come with me. <laughs> so that's a wrap. Thank you. And just if you can let our listeners know where to find you on all of your platforms, anything you have going on, the floor is yours. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for asking. You can find me um, on any social media platform. Um, my name is Empower by KJ Lucille. Um, and you can find me on YouTube. I'll be having my podcast up so you guys can check that out. And you can check out my Instagram. And also, I decided to dabble in TikTok. So you guys can find me on TikTok too. So, you know, I'm except, for, except for Facebook. I don't know what happened there, but that's okay. It's all good. We don't need Facebook. We got everything else. You know what I mean? We got enough on our plate. So, <laughs> thank oh. you. Thank, thank you, everyone, Mama. for listening. Thank you, Venus. Thank you, everyone, for having me and holding me, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Mm, thank you. I love you. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>